I don't want to get going because I have to keep you here too long because you know all what I'm about to, what I've said and you know what I've done and you know what we're doing and you know what I know what you're doing. Live from the radio studios of WFAY and WMRV 
Andrew Lona's Media presents Cumberland County's Smartest Hour of Talk Radio. Welcome back to another edition of The Carolina Cabinet. Good morning and welcome to the Carolina Cabinet. I am your host, Peter Pappas. Here on the Cabinet, we'll show a common sense approach to politics, and we are always on the right side of the issues. This morning on the Cabinet, we do have the lovely Carrie Jackson running late. And joining us as our guest, Mr. Efren de la Cruz. Freddie! Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Candidate for State House District 44. You're listening to us on Carolina Country 100.1 and the River 106.5. Just in case you missed an episode of our top-rated show, you can find us on Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast broadcaster. Don't forget to like, share, or follow us on your favorite social media. So sit tight. Don't go far. We'll be right back with the Carolina Cabinet. Since 2012, Joshua Goodman has been the senior pastor at the Cliffdale Christian Center, a dynamic church and ministry located in West Fayetteville. Join our friend Pastor Goodman for a podcast or a live sermon in person at 6427 Cliffdale Road. Now for today's good news. Here is Joshua Goodman. Well, good morning from the All-American City. This is Pastor Josh, and have I got some good news for you. In a time when so many want to unpack, talk about, and discuss all the problems, circumstances, and situations, all the negative junk, I've got your good news. John chapter 11 tells the story of a man named Lazarus. Lazarus had two sisters, Mary and Martha, and they all lived in a little town two miles outside of Jerusalem named Bethany. The Bible says that Lazarus was a friend that Jesus loved. Jesus tells his disciples in John that Lazarus is sick. And as it happens, Jesus decides to wait to go see him. A couple of days go by, and finally Jesus announces to his disciples that Lazarus is dead. Keep in mind that Jesus healed the sick. That's what he did. And he could have gone to Lazarus and healed him. When Jesus finally arrives in Bethany, Martha runs out to meet him and asks, Why did you wait? Knowing that he could have come and healed his dear friend, Jesus's, and her brother. Jesus asks if she believes. She says she believes that he is the Son of God, the Messiah that has come. He tells them to move the stone away from the tomb and commands Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus comes forth, alive, telling Jesus telling the crowd to rid him of the grave clothes. Man, what a great story. Here we are in a place where we face so many problems, circumstances, and situations. Do you still believe? When Lazarus, your Lazarus, is sick in his bed, do you still believe? When your Lazarus dies, do you still believe? When your Lazarus has been in the grave for four days, do you still believe? 
when he's lying there in the cave decomposing, man, I don't know. That is tough. We see in John chapter 11 that Jesus says to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. And then he asks, do you believe this? That's my question for you today, friends. Do you, all the problems, circumstances, and situations, do you still believe? This is Pastor Josh, and that is your good news. Conservative Talk Radio in Eastern North Carolina. You're listening to the Carolina Cabinet. This is the morning show your daddy wanted you to listen to. in a while, ass in the sand, not a worry in a world of cold beer in my hand. Life is good today. Yeah, life's good today. Well, the plane took us down just about three o'clock and the city is still on the mind. But keen as a palm tree, danced in my head. I was still in a bag of Concrete
Put your ass in a lawn chair, toes in the clay. Not a worry in a world of PBR on the way. Life is good today. Yes, life's good today. Thank you. Welcome back to the Carolina Cabinet. I'm your host, Peter Pappas. Joining us over the break, Miss <laughs> Lovely Carrie Jackson. Yes, I, I, I got out the lawn chair. I, you told me five minutes. I, I did. But you didn't tell me five minutes from when. Well, it was five minutes I, from the five I, minutes. Five minutes from five, five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know, and your our guest was early. You know, was? so oh, that yes. Was, so it yes. made my five minutes really bad. It really made it bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so. Uh, Freddie, good morning again. Uh, quick intro there, but uh, I, you've, you're a friend of the cabinet. You've been here before, so yes. uh, let's jump right in. What's been going on? I, we have a few events. Uh, I know I saw you pizza and politics last week. I saw you at Athenian night. So you running for office? You're really running. I am running. Um, you know, thanks. You know, the Carolina cabinet, Nat Robinson, Peter Poppins, and Carrie. Thank you very much for the opportunity to be on your show. Um, I'm a conservative. And as uh, you know, uh, Freddie Dela Cruz, I'm a retired Army Lieutenant Colonel, businessman, family man. You know, I ran mm-hmm. for mayor twice. I won two primaries. I didn't get a chance to win it. But, you know, I feel like uh, I still owe uh, our community an opportunity to d- demonstrate my potential to help our community. Okay. And so um, I decided to run for House District uh, 44. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's south of the 295 uh, includes uh, FTCC, Cape Fear Hospital, uh, Fable State University, mm-hmm. and downtown so Haymont. about how many households do you have in your district, how, like by the numbers, like how many people are in it? Well, the total number of voters are about oh. 50,000. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's an uphill battle when you, when you talk about as far as uh, parties, you know, uh, the unaffiliated, the uh, – those are the ones who are going to carry right. me. Because when you ran affiliated for a, rocks, yeah. oh, right. Lord, you just sit down, ma'am. Okay, so you know, so running for mayor was nonpartisan. I mean, we all know you are a registered Republican, right? I think you still are. Yes, right? I am. Okay, so okay, we know you're Republican, and we knew that Mayor Colvin is a Democrat, right? That's not really a mystery, but technically, it is a nonpartisan race. So, what made you want to jump into this partisan race? You've got a Democrat incumbent that by all accounts, is a pretty strong guy. Well, uh, you know, I have four daughters, okay? Okay. And uh, when you've got a party that supports guys, boys playing with girls, uh, then I have an issue with that. And, you know, that's one of the things that really really made me feel like, Mm -hmm. look, I I need to get involved more with, you know, the state level politics. Okay. Okay, and I would tell you that you know, my former, my background as a military police officer and, mm-hmm. and the different jobs that I've held in my career, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good at make, getting things done. Okay. okay. I'm very, you know, I, I honestly believe that I'm going to be, I'm going to be supporting the people and not the party. Okay. okay? I am going to be in there and I'm going to make decisions that are going to help the people in Cumberland County. I'm going to work with the delegation. You know, as you know, we got one Democrat senator and a Republican senator and we got three Democrat uh, mm-hmm. House members and one uh, Republican Diane Wheatley. Okay. So I, I think that we need to uh, have another Republican, you know, to even things out, so that we can bring the resources that we need in Cumberland County. So, do you think we're going to lose our supermajority in the state house? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I honestly think that we're going to keep it or gain, gain more more seats. And that's another reason why the people, especially the unaffiliated, because they're the ones who are going to carry me. Okay, the conservatives. We all think alike, you know, we, 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 you know, we're, you know, pro Second Amendment, you know, uh, pro life, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 
we want you know well freedoms. see there there i got to disagree with you because apparently there's all kinds of flavors of republican just like there are different flavors of democrat you got your southern dixiecrat you got well, your jfk yeah. Democrat. Yeah. you know, you're right you so, got the reagan reagan right. republican the fifth if, i agree if and i can interject i think it's ahead. i think it's because you got all different flavors of people and it's best to say if you are conservative mm-hmm. or if you are liberal and then you understand the different flavors because you can have conservative Democrats that are very conservative. Right. You can have conservative Republicans. Agree. Mm-hmm. You could have liberal Republicans. There are some out there. Right. And then you got the rhino. Yeah. And you got yeah. all these geniuses going out there the saying they're rhino hunting. Yeah. Have okay. you seen that? Well, I agree with you. I don't know. I agree with you. I porcupine. I agree with you. I mean, you know, I, I am going after the conservative vote, whether you're okay. a Democrat, Republican. Libertarian, it don't matter. Okay, he's hunting yeah. for Republican, no conservatives. Oh, no, he's hunting you're for conservatives. Well, Who's hunting? Well, I don't no, know. you're I hunting. Don't, I, I don't know about you're hunting, hunting but <laughs> but you know, I I'm asking the people to to look okay. at what I have to offer. Okay, and as a conservative, mm-hmm. you know, I I I feel that that uh, the moral values that that I've been raised on. Are, are where I'm going to... You gonna, feel like you're, so, the way you right, were raised identify right. more with Republicans but one of, you than know, One of the things I really okay. want to do yeah. is, is help you know, the, the mothers that are on public assistance. Okay. You know, that's one of the things that's gonna, I'm going to be known for. You know, right now, you know, we, got, we got mothers out there that, that have children that are on EBT cards or on Section 8. You know, but when you tell them or they go out and try to find a job, they're going to take it away from them. And they're mm-hmm. punishing them for trying to improve 100%. their life. So one of the things I want to do is, is look at how we can help those mothers who have children. Because, you know, I've got four daughters, mm-hmm. and I've got, you know, 14 grandkids and three on the way, 17 grandkids. And, you know, some of them are on public assistance, and I help them as much as I can. Right. And I had one daughter that was on a public assistance. She couldn't stand it, okay? Mm-hmm. And she got off it, and she's been independent. Well, let, let's just working. say this right now. I don't think anybody that's on public assistance is proud of it. That's right. I mean, mm-hmm. we would hope they're not. But, but they get great. punished for trying to find it, even if it's a minimum wage job. You know, right. Peter, I've seen t- it. They take away yes. their benefits. You know, I got some of my employees say, I can't work so many hours because I lose my health benefits. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense to me. We reward the wrong behaviors that's right. in our government, it seems like. So that's one of the things I want to, you know, I want to take the lead on. I want to go to, okay. to the House, and I want to work with, uh, you know, the, the House members that, are, that, that see what uh, this idea I have. You know, instead of punishing uh, the mothers for going to work, we should, we should reward them. So how, how would you – because, see, it's, so it's more, it's more to it than that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you punish the mother for going to work. You punish the father for coming home back to that environment because, like, if, if that father was taken away from that environment yeah. because of a justice infraction, then – and he comes back, he, he serves his sentence, and then he comes back. He, can, he cannot come back into that home. Right. In the so, Section 8 home. Yes, yeah. right. He can right. yes he yeah, cannot not, I mean if it's felon in the home yeah yeah so I mean so how do you like what what does that what does it look like to because the thing is is that you know and because I think the heart of the issue and is the actual poverty level that is set right for. Okay. Like the, like how that process works. I understand what you're asking, let me, let me, and I have I, I can ahead. answer that. Okay, in the military, we've got you know uh, BAH, public housing assistance, which is equivalent yes. in the civilian world to Section Eight. Yes. Then the military, they give you subsistence allowance, which is for food, and that's equivalent to EBT. Okay, let me give you an example. A family, a mother with four children, will get about six hundred dollars in EBT. Okay, and if they go to work, they lose it. 
my thing is why don't we give them four hundred dollars in ebt and tell the mother that if you find a job making a thousand dollars you can keep your 400 in addition to that we're going to give you another hundred dollars so you're going to get five hundred dollars in ebt and if you make two thousand dollars let me finish because you, mm-hmm. you don't you don't go ahead I mean, no, this I'm has been well to. thought out okay you give them two thousand dollars Right. If you make two thousand dollars, we're going to give you that six hundred dollars that we were going to give you anyway. Now, if you make two thousand dollars, right, um, uh, you're going to pay what fifteen percent in taxes, right, in that on that money. So that's three hundred dollars on two thousand. So it's, essentially, the government's only giving them three hundred dollars. Now, with that two thousand dollars, what are you going to do with it? You're going to spend it in the county. That's seven percent just on spending it. That's another hundred and forty dollars. You mm-hmm. see. So now, you know, the the government is getting money just for the mere fact that that person is working and paying for what they're giving to them for free. So I don't mm-hmm. think they should be punishing the mothers. Now, the question comes, okay, well, where are these mothers going to get a job? Well, there's a lot of uh, you know, entrepreneurs, small businesses that do child care, yes. okay? And they would like to see their, their businesses grow. Yeah. So you can hire some of those mothers to help so they can, they can watch other parents who are watching, going to work, their children. Mm. In addition, they can bring their own children, okay? So... There's, there's a, a plan that I have in place, okay. and I've also spoken with some people that, that are going to be looking at this at Duke. They're problem solvers, oh, and they, they, they look at problems like this. is a big problem, okay, because mm-hmm. you've got to look at the people who are not getting EBT that are working, right, that are in the same scenario. How are we going to compensate them? So it's, it's something you've got to really look at. But, mm-hmm. you know, if we can afford to give billions of dollars to Ukraine, Ooh, okay, we've got to really look at how we're well, going to help. Okay, well, let's slow mothers. down here. Now, I don't think state legislature gave any money to Ukraine. Well, the government, okay. the federal government. So the government is us. So essentially what I'm hearing is you want to enhance welfare to work programs. Not welfare. See, that's, that's the best. What's word. wrong with welfare? That's well, what it's it is. Welfare. It's public assistance. Because it's welfare. That, well, because the soldiers get the same benefit. That's my okay. point. Okay, so but you, see, you're, the not gonna, you're not going to call BAH and uh, subsistence allowance for a soldier welfare. It's the same money. It's tax money. We're dealing with citizens. Okay, so look, this is going to bring up a point. Um, it's been a point of difference I've had with you since I've known you. You are a retired lieutenant colonel. You did your service, and I appreciate that you did that. Mm-hmm. I didn't. You did. Thank you. This isn't a garrison. This is no. This is not the military out here in the public. I I, okay? I fully understand you, that. You you oftentimes refer to a lot of things in the military context. Well, I mean, we got thirty two years in the army. You have a okay. military mindset. But you're I, running for a public office a to represent owner. everyone oh, yeah. in North Carolina. Okay, Absolutely. so this is what concerns me with the military rhetoric. We honor our veterans here. Right. We honor your service, but you know there is not a difference between one dollar gone to a soldier if it's. I don't want to call what soldiers get welfare, but what I'm trying to say is if it's a dollar that we're assisting them with, the welfare to work program was a bill that was signed in 1996. Well, well, well technically, you know, there's a lot of soldiers that are on welfare. In and they shouldn't to, be because they need to make more money to begin with. In addition with. to the BAH. So, okay. I mean, just that, just yep. a, I want to, I want to bring some, but some see the federal there. government is, is focusing on the Fort Bragg folks. Okay. Fort Liberty, excuse me. So what I'm concerned with is in the state house, how are we going to spark? Because what I'm hearing is good. You're talking about stimulating these people to get to work and reward yeah. the right behaviors to apply for work and go right. work 30 and 40 hours a week. That's okay? right. I, I so, like and the way you said it, your example, $2,000 down to 300 as a re- return, and they get $600. So we're really only giving them $300. And the assistance. That's right. That makes pretty simple math. Well, that, that makes sense. That's okay? right. So what... Besides just giving more money, 
what other programs do you think you can begin or you can you can spark or kindle to get people to work more well you know that that's a big that's a big initiative big one that 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 alone <laughs> is a big initiative i mean you don't want to you know you know i don't want to be all over the map okay mm-hmm. i want to focus yeah. on something that's really going to impact our okay. community and i will tell you I hear it from a lot of people. You know, I, I, you know my, my, my kids are going through it, have been through it. You know, and I know a lot of people, my employees go through it. Some of my employees go through it. We have to help the people who want to get out of the welfare trap, right. if you want to call it, or well, public assistance trap. I would call trap. it the welfare treadmill. Okay. They're always well, we, going. We've got to help them, and we, we can't punish them for doing it. That's my point. We, you know, when you, a lot of the people that get EBTs, they don't buy raw foods with it. They go out to, you know, 7-Eleven, you know, Circle K, and they're buying junk food. Can with they that do money. that here? Yes, they can do that. According to? They're doing it. What? Where can you do that? Because I couldn't do it at the restaurant. I couldn't accept no, that's not, No, 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 you no. That's, that's not. No, that's, so you can't. About her, about you, so actually, so there's some, there's some restaurants where you can actually, you cannot. So EBT, you can purchase cold food. Okay. So Anything they can buy cold. like cold Anything prepared, like a grocery store, cold prepared, like in the deli yeah. section, yes. and like then you they can go, can go to the, right. yeah, okay. you can go and to the deli expensive. section and buy some buy some chicken. You know the whole chicken that's in the. You can't buy the rotisserie that's freshly cooked for five dollars, but you can go and buy the other one that's seven dollars. Yeah, you know, so that's that's what you you can buy, and and that's why a lot of a lot of times a lot of people when they um, think about welfare, they think about so oh, the they, store they're going to get the steak and, and and crab legs because you could go get steak and crab legs because you can cook that. Because, right. yes, you can okay. cook that. I mean, but to go to the, um, the I, I think what you're talking about is like having a good workforce development plan, which Absolutely. is actually, it's probably, it's very good to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because, you know, I think about, you know, with, with me having the um, nonprofit and, and working close with the at-risk um, individuals, like, so the first thing that comes to mind is that single mother that yeah. only has one child that was working but couldn't afford anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. and doesn't, and she you know, didn't qualify because she only had one child. Okay, she didn't qualify for um, for those types of assistance. So, mm-hmm. having some type of public assistance program that would be a la carte from welfare to get her off. Like, when she gets off of welfare, when they stop her stamps, mm-hmm. she can then transition over to this program that gives her financial education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it's more than just throwing money at it. There has to be education involved. Right. So, yes. and right, we're going to cover that right when we come back from commercial. Sounds great. Okay. The smartest hour of talk radio will return after these important messages from our commercial sponsors. A conservative local radio talk show that you're not afraid to tell your friends about. The Carolina Cabinet, land of the free thinkers and talk show of the brave. face when I ordered sweet tea She said we don't have that here and I apologized I said please forgive me I'm in a southern state of mind And those girls out in California they don't understand They don't like it when I hold the door when I say yes 
They act like I've done something wrong And they give me the evil eye I say, honey, I'm sorry I'm in a southern state of mind You're tuned in to the Carolina Cabinet, Eastern North Carolina's local conservative morning talk show. If common sense thinking offends you, please turn your radio off for the next 90 minutes. Welcome back to another segment of the Carolina Cabinet. Welcome back to the Carolina Cabinet. I'm your host, Peter Pappas, here with Carrie Jackson. Hey, hey. And on the hot seat this morning, sorry, Freddie, Freddie De La Cruz running for State House 44. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. So, guys, very, very heated. I like it. Mm-hmm. I, I want it some more of it. Good. That's good. I think it's so, a debate we really need to have in this community absolutely. about how we're going to help mothers with children. But okay. Can so, I, I'm sorry. Yes, go I ahead, Carrie. Forgot. You're I about almost, to explode. Oh, my okay. goodness. Please I go. almost forgot. I just want to say this. Okay. Because it's not... It's, there was a comment about it being free money, but right. it's not technically free money because why not? The, because the you know child support pays for that, so all the money that that single mother gets from social services 
You mean eventually it gets billed back to daddy? It gets billed back to daddy. Okay. A hundred percent. So just, I mean, we got to keep, keep, when we're talking about that, we got to keep mm-hmm. those money pots. Well, so it does have to come from the government and then they do get, I guess, paid back. But if you look at the welfare programs and all, I think how much percentage of our taxes go to? I mean, we spend a lot more on defense than we do social well, programs. Well, North Carolina, there's, I believe it's 58% is, is health. Okay. And then uh, a large portion, maybe like 30% of it is uh, education. Okay. And then there's like the rest for other others. <laughs> other so stuff, public safety and everything else. Yeah, very pennies on the dollar. So, so we're not we're not talking about a big huge chunk out of our paychecks right. that go to the social programming. Right. We get too we get taxed too much. I'm bad enough. So when you get up there, can you do something about these taxes? Well, man, I don't I'll know tell what you, you what I can spend, you do. Man? I spend I, a lot of money in taxes. I $20,000 in taxes mm-hmm. just in Cumberland County. It's a lot well, of money, you know. I mean, taxes are just trust me. When it comes to taxes, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan. But you know, the North Carolina House seat. Okay, just for so people to understand that 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 position is is basically a volunteer job, right? Okay, because you know you got to commute to Raleigh every. Wait day. a minute, I thought you get paid a lot of money. No, you don't. A lot of money involved. They, they pay you for gas. They pay you for gas. Oh, okay? gas. And then you know, so as a business owner, you you, you sacrifice. Yeah, okay? absolutely. And, I, and I'm willing to do this. And I'm willing to go up there and fight for the, what I'm talking about right okay. now because I can't solve, you know, I can't work on a whole bunch of different issues, but I can mm-hmm. f- focus my issue on what I think is the most important. Okay. And that's mothers that are, that are trying to make a difference in their life. And I want to get them employed. I want to help them any way I can. And that's, okay. that's what Freddie's going to do. And that's why, you know, when it comes to conservative issues, you know, like, you know, uh, concealed carry, uh, you know, just, just constitutional issues, you mm-hmm. know, I'm a conservative, strong conservative. Okay. If you're a conservative, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I want to focus on, on what we're talking about right now, and that's helping mothers with children. So it's okay to be a strong conservative and have a heart for good for people. Absolutely. 100%. Okay. Yes. And that's, okay. that's going to be Freddie when he actually, goes down there. Actually, I truly believe that a true conservative is for the people. Of course. We are. So if they are not for the people, and I mean for the people from a human perspective, mm-hmm. like humanity as a whole. Absolutely. So if they're not on a human perspective, I I, I tend to pull the. Are we gonna part. Are we gonna break out into kumbaya? You know, when, no, no kumbaya. Are you sure, Carrie? Yeah. When, Carrie, Carrie, when you when you've got, you know, I've raised six six children, okay, and I got fourteen grandkids, mm-hmm. and when you see everything that goes along with that, and if you've had children, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of things that go along with raising children, grandchildren, and 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 raising families, and you see it, and and our government. Is, is, is holding up the people. Mm-hmm. And when I say the people, I'm talking about the people who want to make a difference in their life, but they're afraid because they don't want to lose their benefits. Okay. And so, so we got to figure out a way to help them make more by getting employed. And the okay. government is going to win. It's going to be a win-win situation for the government. It's going to be a win-win situation for the county and the city because those dollars are going to go right back into the, into the pool of tax dollars. Right. You uh-huh. know? So, so that's that's where Freddie's that's where Freddie's at. That's where my heart's going to be. If I get if I when I win the selection, I believe that the unaffiliated are going to come through. The Republicans and a lot of conservative Democrats. Well, now you said I that believe, before the unaffiliated, but I do want to well, ask: Do you think they're all conservative? Because I don't well, think yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know what they are, but but the point is is is, is they're not on a party line, so they can mm-hmm. make an independent decision okay. on you know what they what they want for 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 the for okay. the county. So, and you don't have a primary. Uh, no, I don't. On Super Tuesday, so oh, that's what? What's your pitch to the unaffiliated voter? I mean, what do you say? You, you know, hello, Miss Homeowner. Knock, knock. 
what do you say? Well, say I don't vote Republican or Democrat. <laughs> so what do you say well, that, to the that, unaffiliated? Yes, if you knocked on my door, Freddie. Well, the, uh, the unaffiliated, I, I yeah, would tell look, them. Here, here. This is voter. I, I this was, is, this you is know, her. You know, Talk again, to Carrie. There, there are a few things. Sell her that on Freddie. Sh- okay, Freddie, number one. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a born again believer. Okay, I'm a Christian. Okay, I you know I believe I'm I'm saved. Okay, okay. So if you if you understand what I'm talking about when I say that, so my my so my, you better be Christian. Fa- no, no, I'm not saying you gotta be Christian. <laughs> I just I'm what I'm saying is you understand okay. what how I think. Okay. okay, so that's 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 the only thing. So if you understand if an issue comes up with uh uh say the abortion issue. Okay, the pro life, pro choice, or whatever you want to decide. Mm-hmm. Okay. My position on something like that was I'm pro-choice, but my choice is life, okay? I don't feel that I should tell you as a woman what to do with your body. And I'm just going to say it straight, okay? But I don't want to have to pay for your choice. You see, so if legislation came up and said, well, we're going to allocate this much money to pay for X for this purpose, then I'm going to lean no toward it. Okay, that that's just just I'm just telling you straight on that. When it comes to the moral issues, when it comes to that, um, when it comes to fiscal issues, okay, my position is to spend money wisely, okay, okay, to make sure that 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 the money is being used for helping the people, okay, and it goes back to what I was talking about initially, and that is assisting the mothers mm-hmm. that have children that are on welfare, public assistance, however you want to call it, okay, help them improve their lives so they can make it to the next level. Okay, carry the voter. What else do you want to be sold on? He's trying to sell you on pro-choice, trying to sell you on being a conservative. What else? What else do you need to hear? Mm. It sounds okay. I'll give him him one of the questions I got. My only rebuttal was, you know, you were talking about having money to pay for, you know, the medical dealing with an abortion but money goes to to pay for like viagra and stuff right mm-hmm. so keep your hands off it? of my body i'm just saying if it can go to men why can't it go to women but you pro women i'm i'm confused okay let, I, I, I don't know that let, i don't know about viagra let, let, let's talk <laughs> let's let's back away from the abortion hand grenade here uh okay. let's uh so so, Freddie, you, you know to be knocking doors. You, I mean, so your campaign strategy is going to look like what? Knocking doors, calling people, knowing people. Well, right now I'm like trying to get my wife through a primary. Okay. Okay, so okay. once I do that, you know, then, you know, there's plenty of time to do what Freddie needs to do. Again, okay. being a North Carolina House, remember, my incumbent, the incumbent, mm-hmm. okay, wasn't challenged last time by a right. Republican. Okay, he just walked in and, and took the position, okay? Uh, okay so and I decided that, you know, just like uh, the mayor, Mitch Colvin, he ran – Okay, and he nobody challenged him, mm-hmm. and I saw that, and nobody stepped up to say, okay, we're gonna, you know, you know, he spent 190, he spent a lot of money, okay, mm-hmm. trying to trying to win this campaign, okay, but I'm just not gonna let a Democrat just walk into office without being challenged. It's just not gonna happen. Okay, and 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 I will campaign, and you guys know I will, because you see me out there, you see what I can do, okay. I I didn't win the the mayorship, okay, mm-hmm. but you know I put up a good fight, okay, yeah. and I was there we, for we all, every we debate. We all saw you, so right. that's exactly what I'm gonna do. When I'm at, in the house seat, but I want to get through this primary first because I want every I want the dust to settle so we can mm-hmm. find out who the who are the Republican candidates are, and it doesn't matter to me who they are. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to help them. Okay, okay, that's what Freddie's going to do. Then, you know, I'm in a position to do this. You know, I'm retired. You know, and uh, I can do it. You know, okay. and so that's that's. We're going to switch gears. Go We're going to go to the ever increasing 
noise surrounding E.E. Mm. E. Smith relocation. Um, it's going to be, and I think it's going to be in several articles this week. There's a lot of attention being brought to mm. moving the school from its current location, which is off of Murkison Road. Oh, I heard Iron Man was going to do that. Well, Iron Man's going to help do some heavy lifting. He's going to offer $10 million to basically help to honor the heritage of E.E. E. Smith and pick mm-hmm. up that house and move it out and to Striker Golf yeah. Course. So, that would be cool so, to see. Freddie, what's your, what's your opinion? Like, did you go to Smith? Where did you no, go to No, I went school? to Pine Forest. Pine Forest. Okay, right. so you were a rival to right. Smith. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. so who's got the better alumni groups? Pine, for, Pine Forest or Smith? Of course, you know, Pine Forest. Oh, come on now. All right, so let's let's <laughs> be know. let's I be politicians. Especially, especially when I was uh, when I was going well, back. Well, of course, because everything was great. With, <laughs> well, Nat okay. testified so, he was he was around. So <laughs> let's you know, put I our. I might have to bring this up to my my mom because you know your mom a was fun, a, a, a fun fun fact fun fact. Okay. My mother actually graduated from E.E. Smith. She okay. didn't, I mean, she only lived here for a couple of years, but she, she graduated from E.E. Smith. See, I think class is 64. And there's no doubt that E.E. Smith has produced some leaders in this community and has yes. really great people teaching and people on administration. There's nothing about the people that are currently there or have been there. I think this is about, yeah. in my opinion, is the future right. of these children. So. Right. First so, of all, we have a we have an old facility. We have 27 acres where even the state, whether you agree with the state being an education for our kids or not, says you got to have 70 to 100 acres to teach kids today the way they need to be taught with the STEM, STEAM, all those kind of classes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a very strong program at Smith that helps these kids come out with certificates. Right. For real world experience. So, what's your opinion on moving it, Freddie? Well, you know, uh, my position on moving it is. I think that the alumni from E.E. Mm-hmm. E. Smith should really, you know, you know, put their heads together and decide what's best for E.E. E. Smith. And, and I just heard, you know, because okay. automatically I would think in my mind it would be, okay, let's keep it on the Murkison Rural Court or that, that, okay. that would be the, that, the thing. Okay, so we can, we're not going to argue about it, but like what is, so my thing is that I, want, I would like to see it moved because in my opinion, Fort Bragg, is going to build a school, the best school they can get for their soldiers' kids. Yes. Regardless. Regardless of right. what we, Cumberland oh. County, decide. Absolutely. So if we're – I think there were seven or eight sites evaluated. They all had mm-hmm. some kind of environmental right. flooding issue. Okay. So it would have cost our county yeah. board yeah. more money right. to do the site selection yes. and all that. Um, Striker Golf Course is being not gifted but leased to us, I think, for a dollar a year for 50 years. That's a deal. That's a pretty good deal. That's, you know, that's a steal. And it's not a toxic <laughs> waste dump, so you know it's no, going to be a good good right. place. Um, the Striker Golf Course Clubhouse is going to be converted, I think, into a museum to Smith. Yeah, so that's, that's to the me, whole Iron Man thing. That there you go. So to me, they're honoring, you know, the legacy the of E. Smith, legacy, which yeah. I think that's a lot to be proud of. But go look at fa- the facility today. Could you walk in there and say, "Man, I'm proud of this." No, no, I've, I've been in East Smith. No, it is, it is, it is, it is, uh, needs, it needs, it needs, it needs, it needs some help. Especially, yeah, yeah, auditorium, yeah, all and that, yeah, in the back. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's. Yeah, it I think help. that's one of the things you have to take into consideration. Like, if you need, if you know that you have to rebuild. Right. Right? You know that you have to go somewhere. Why would you want to go somewhere where you are going to have issues, but you want the best for your child? Yeah. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And then at the yeah. same time. Like, like to me, the biggest thing when I heard that the military was going to build one anyway, mm-hmm. like to yeah. me, it's like, OK, so if you choose to go somewhere else, guess what? Yeah. 
our students aren't going. <clears throat> so that means that Cumberland County risk losing. Yeah. Well, a everybody, lot of, everybody yeah. in here knows how government works. So yeah. if they don't have as many children, yeah. what is going to happen to their funding? Right, this right. is a pretty easy yeah. layman yeah. way to look at it. Yeah. If three quarters of that enrollment at Smith moves to Fort Bragg because those are the military yeah. children, yeah. what's left? Yeah, you think they're going to be able to afford to have and, the budget and, and, to do the programs yeah. to sustain that neighborhood? Well, I mean, it's not even it's not even about the programs like for the school. It's the money that comes just because of the whole overall integration in the community from the military standpoint. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, but there's nothing going on around there. The Murkison Road corridor is is depleted. I mean, it's been ripped and, up and redone. And, and it's I feel I feel that. When I heard of where the location that it would be at, mm-hmm. that is still a five-minute ride from to Merkis, like five ten minutes mm-hmm. to Murkison Road. I feel that once the school is there, because of all the activities that could possibly happen with the football games, E.E. E. Smith is a is a huge school. When they mm-hmm. have their yeah. um, reunions, it is a large thing for the yeah. whole county. Yeah. It's it brings in revenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you push a school of that notoriety into that area, then guess what? If you got businesses within a ten minute radius, any business within a ten minute radius of that school is gonna go up. Yeah. So if you put businesses right there off of ninety five on mm-hmm. Markison Road where there are none now, it's it looks like an an industrial park. You know, if you put if you put things there, mm-hmm. then they're well, gonna come, and then all those businesses, like I foresee that those businesses that are on Yakin Road, on Riley Road, and um, Bragg Boulevard, on that mm-hmm. dead end, they're gonna come alive once that school is there. Right. See, I, I'm tired of waiting for the Murkison Road corridor to be recorded. You know, there's so many plans and things with the city of Fayetteville that they're trying to get money and do all this stuff, but they're starting on the. I guess it will be the very south end of Murkison Road, further south than where FSU is, almost to Rowan Street. So that's the very end. Uh, Rebuilding public housing, other things like that. You can't spur economic growth with public housing. So, And using Jack Britt as an example, does anybody remember what the Jack Britt area looked like before Jack Britt was Jack Britt? It was barely, there wasn't even a stoplight out there. Now it's grown. It was well, a four-way stop. So you plant the seed of the school, right. and then yeah. we will and attract that you know, especially, especially the Shaw Mill area, that right across there's like 463 acres of land that's mm-hmm. there that's vacant. Probably that's probably where they had water issues, environment yeah, issues. Yeah, you mean the donut hole yeah, of the city yeah, that yeah, they yeah, did that, that, that Everybody right. tries so to that, avoid? that, that yeah. area right there could really grow and it's already Absolutely. growing you got the amazon you got uh, the the uh the pet and i do want to bring this up too some somebody else in another show i think said well if they can put a shopping center on ramsey street and with all this site selection or um all the rain uh, stormwater mitigation and all that why can't the schools do it because a private enterprise can pay right, and afford right. and build that yeah. into their rents right. but a school we need to build as inexpensively yeah. as we can well yeah that, you, you, in order you, for it you, to be you, beneficial for the, the children so yeah. it, I'm sorry. To, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was just going to say the other thing is you got to look at the demographics on Murkison Road. I mean, do you have high school students there? I mean, you know, these these, these a lot of the people that live off the Murkison corridor, they're they 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 pretty much stay. They're mm-hmm. you know they're, they they I think they yeah, settle in. So lifelong so like residents. All, right. I get so, there, that. so there's a lot of no high school students. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've done a study on that, but I would look at that. Because, but Fort Bragg, on the other hand, or Fort Liberty, uh, has a rotation. 
right. a constant rotation so they can keep the students in that school mm-hmm. at the same time those residents that live on the Mercosingle Road corridor where their children are starting to grow to get into the high school years would just simply go over there. I don't know that they can. I mean, yeah, they could change the district lines right. to, yeah. to include them. Well, so if, they they lose, if they lose three-quarters of their enrollment, they're going to have to change. Well, no, I'm talking about districts. like if they change, if they move the school there, they can change the district lines to mm-hmm. include those people that right. are all the, okay. as far as Rowan Street. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you, you understand could, what I'm saying? You can include yeah. Spring Lake because some for that pe- matter. Yeah, because some people may Pine be scared. Pine Forest would be closer. I mean, people going to Pine Forest from Spring Lake is closer to go to Stryker than it would to be to go to Pine Forest from Spring Lake. Yeah. I'm just I mean, saying. So I mean, mm-hmm. you have, you. there's, to me, it's, it's a lot of, um, the the pros outweigh the, the cons yeah. in this situation. Yeah, and I'm, I, I can understand the heart of like the alumni. It's an emotional issue. It is, an, it is an emotional issue. I mean, I um, when I was a when I was a kid, my father um, like they made this commission to save um the the only the first the clock black, tower. No, the first black industrial <laughs> school in Virginia. It was called Jenny Dean. Okay. Right. And so, and I come to find out, like, my aunt was an alumni and other people were alumni and they were going to tear it down, you know. So they created this museum commission and everything. And so, like, after 20 years, what has came up is that, you know, there's now a museum, there's mm-hmm. a school, there's a statue. Over how long of a period, though? I, I just said 20 years. Okay, so that's... Yeah. Again, about, I just wanted to reemphasize yeah. 20 years to get this thing right. But the right. school so had to be built. Has, it had yeah, to well, be rebuilt. Has anybody asked the students, what do you want? That would be that would be a good question. Is it completely I'm, off the off the, or rocker to think, hey, hey, kid, what would you like to see? But well, I think uh, they would like to see, like, the new and, and, and exciting yeah, things. Like, yeah. they would like to be able to... You know, as as they are right now, being mm-hmm. able to to come out with a CCNA so they can go and get that job to to go and yeah. come out with the the gamer certification to come out with yeah. those AI See, certifications I'm, I'm, I'm so that they can actually that. be productive well, in society. If they lose their funding and the the amount of people that are there, yeah. then I'm afraid those programs that are so beneficial to that community, I think, uh, going to evaporate. E. E. Smith over the last hundred years, it's almost a hundred years, right? Uh, they. Moved at least five times. This is the sixth or seventh this, location. You know, so, so it's not like Fifth, yeah. you know, it's not like it's, it hasn't happened before. And right. I think, based on an alumni from the school and a person that I trust in their judgment, I believe that E. Smith would be a, uh, a be an ideal location. I used to play striker golf yeah. course back okay. for forty years. I've been playing on striker golf I mean, course, and it's a beautiful. It's, it's a dry land. It's 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 nice. Well, you ain't gonna if play you, no more. We're gonna put a school out there. Move, yeah, I'll no go more. down to the. My thing so. is, if you if you move five times, you you lose the historical um, I, trademark. I, I, that's like, that's you, true. You lose but that. at this at this move move number six, we are going to reinvigorate the historical the school, aspect, the historical and we're going to we're going to reignite. Make these kids proud to go to school. What are we afraid yes. of? Give these kids an opportunity to say, you know you? what? I want to yeah. go there. I want to learn. I want to get up from where I am and come back and be good leaders and stewards of this community. And they could probably actually have good band equipment because I think their band equipment was, you know, they're going to get lots of things. So. Well, the issue yeah. of the jurisdiction—they're transferring that over now. Who pays the utilities? I don't know if PWC is going to be well, involved. It's still going to be a county school, so it's going to be—you know—all all the bills that are getting yeah, paid now are going to get paid over on. Striker. Is there a potential that they would annex that line? Is that a possibility? I mean, they're leasing I, it. I mean, is that something? I'm not that sure. Could, that could be something the city could look at. You know, to well, annex sure, it can, and get PWC. Well, the schools to, don't pay taxes anyway on the 
they don't pay taxes, property taxes anyway. So, but you know, look, I you thought we go. were going to come in here tonight and we're going to solve all the world's this problems. <laughs> and uh, this morning, this morning, I, you know, man, I need more coffee. So, yeah. you know, our time is up. You yes, know? sir. So, to my listeners, I hope you had a good time because I do love being here for you. I want to thank my on-air cabinet member, my sole cabinet member this morning. I know the lovely Carrie Jackson. Even yeah, at, even you're at welcome. ten even at thank ten minutes you. late, I love having you. You know that. Yeah. And my special guest, I'm just going to say, Freddie. Uh, you know, Efren Dela Cruz just doesn't do you justice, man. You are Freddie I'm running Freddy. for State House District 44. Good luck to you, sir. So come on, do us a favor and take this time to visit one of our commercial sponsors and let them know you heard their message right here on the Carolina Cabinet. If somehow you do miss an episode of our top-rated Top show, rated. find us on your favorite podcast broadcaster, either Apple, Spotify, or Google. Find us on social media. Just type in the Carolina Cabinet and click that like button. Thanks again for tuning in this morning. Until next time, we are the, the Carolina, Carolina Cabinet.